1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB TFS Pickings, your Friday, May 10th edition. we got a 14-game slate on tap for you to send you into your, hopefully, lovely Mother's Day weekend. Um, It was an interesting Thursday night, to say the least. The Mariners let us all down, and I do it again in a heartbeat, because that matchup was ridiculous. If you look at Jay's stats, that was the definition of because baseball. He did things he hasn't done all season long, all season, to a very good offense versus left-handed pitching, so... Things happen, and uh, it's the part of baseball. So we move on. We had a lot of things right, some things wrong, and that one hurt quite a bit. But otherwise, good stuff. And, you know, the Cardinals, I tweeted it out right when it happened. And then um, I believe the Elias Sports, whatever you call them, the, the stat heads, they tweeted it out a couple hours later. The Cardinals scored 17 runs last night without one home run. That is pretty, pretty impressive. So you don't see that every day. It's one of the few times it's ever happened with that many runs scored. They showed it. They tweeted it out. Go check it out. It's happened like three other times in like the history of baseball or something. It's pretty crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's baseball. Baseball in a nutshell. It's so much fun there. So check all that out. Uh, last night recorded an episode of Bench with Bubba. Episode 169 with Max Freeze. Freezestats.com. He's also at Fantasy Pros and Pitcher List. Lots of good stuff with him. Talked about a lot of good players. Some interesting players that are hot and cold right now. Um, and then talked about his, his stat he developed and he's still continuing to work on. He uses barrel rates because barrels is the best – Indicator of hits and, and home runs. He used home runs per barrel rate and then used park factors. And he basically made a new form of park factors. He has a data sheet. We talked about cheap home runs in certain ballparks, how those work off of barrels. He's going to develop that onto his model as well. But it's, it's a pretty cool thing. It shows, you know, there's some of the usual suspects. But then, like, the Padres are, like, 8th or ninth on the list, say, at Betco Park. So lots of interesting stuff there. Go check out Free Stats and go check out Bench with Bubba. I'd much appreciate it you can find all that stuff over at FantasysportsDGens.com. So go check that out at FantasyDGens on Twitter. We the free Slack chat at FantasyDGens. Lots of great stuff going on over there. So go check all that out. I'd much, much appreciate it. All right, on to your 14-game slate tonight. After you give a rating and review on iTunes, you can continue listening to the podcast. So go give a rating and review. I'd much appreciate it. But we have the totals on this 14-game slate. Angels at Orioles 10 and, a half, and it's two just bad pitchers. We got a lot of bad pitching tonight. White Sox Blue Jays nine and a half. It's really crazy on a 14-game slate up. This many options is gonna be messy. Marlins Mets seven. Yankees Rays seven and a half. Mariners, Red Sox nine and a half. Tigers, twins, nine, Rangers, Astros eight. Phillies Royals nine and a half. Pirates, Cardinals eight and a half. Padres Rockies and Coors ten. Waiting on the total Indians at A's because it's kind of up in the air on who's starting in that one. Braves, D backs, eight and a half. Nationals, Dodgers, eight. Reds, Giants, seven and a half. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six of your 14 games of nine or more totals. You have two in the tens. Lots and lots to go here. That Indians A's total should probably be eight and a half or so, I'm assuming. So lots of offense to attack on the slate weather wise. Angels, Orioles, 20 to 30% chances of rains. Keep an eye on that one. Seattle, Boston, wind blowing out to the left at about 20 miles or about 13 miles an hour. About 20% chances of rain there. Cleveland, Oakland, blowing out to center about 11 miles an hour. Usually not a big deal in the evening. And then Miami and the Mets blowing out to center at about 11 miles an hour as well. So lots and lots going on there. Let's get into your pitching on this slate. Justin Verlander leads the way at $11,000. At home against the Texas Rangers. Verlander's always got that 30 point upside. That's what makes him so good. But $11,000 on this slate is not going to be an easy task. He has faced Texas this year in Texas, seven innings, one hit, was a homer, eight strikeouts for 30.2 points. We talk about Verlander. You can play Texas bats and GPPs. Maybe not stack, but one offs for sure because he gives up homers. These are his home runs by game Three, one, 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 one. He's given up one home run in every game in the year, three in the last one he gives up the long ball but he still strikes out so many he has the upside to get you 30 points on any given night his floor is very good his floor is 20 to 25 pretty much on a given night he's a minus 250 home favorite which is tremendous a texas team striking out 23 and a half percent of the time they have the lowest team total of 2.8 lefties 217 righties 262 but like i mentioned with texas 349 Woba, 210 ice over his right-handed pitching. He's going to give up the long ball. We saw Hunter Pence go deep yesterday, almost the second time in the ninth to give him the lead, but Josh Reddick with an amazing home run robbing catch to keep Texas in the lead there. But uh, the Crawford boxes in left, that's one thing Max and I talked about on bench with Bubba. A lot of cheap home runs there. A lot of them. So um, Texas bats, GPP relevant, but Verlander in play, especially in cash games, at $11,000. But down the way, you can save a few bucks. You save 400 bucks, and your your, your best bet tonight, at least on my opinion, on paper, is Luis Castillo of the Reds. He's bringing a 197 ERA, a .97 whip into action. And it's not all smoke and mirrors when you still have a Sierra that is oh so, oh so nice. So you look at Luis Castillo, and he's getting you 22, 2, 20, 17, 30. absolutely dealing. He basically has 22 or more points in all but two starts this year. He's averaging 24 points a game on the season. He's facing a Giants team that strikes out 23% of the timers. Righties, Castillo, 25% K rate, 48% ground ball rate. Oh, and he's pitching in fit- hitter friendly AT&T Park. Giants 3.4 team total. Lefties do hit 353, but righties 287. Again, Giants are dreadful. 291 WOBA, 162 ISO over right-handed pitching. Luis Castillo is an outstanding option on this slate. After Castillo, we have a few more guys in the 9K and above range we could look at. I'm going to pass on Tyler Glasnow. It's out of respect for the Yankees, but Glasnow could be a, a sneaky GPP play, but I'd rather pay 200 more for Luis Castillo and walk away. You can go down to Zach Greinke, though, and if you're going to play GPPs with Glasnow, I'd rather save 600 and go to Greinke, who is at home, and he's been outstanding this season at home. 2.53 ERA, 25.5 DraftKings points on average against an Atlanta Braves team. We saw Luke Weaver just put up 23 against last night. And Greinke's been outstanding this year three four two ERA point nine six WHIP. Uh, he's striking out twenty four percent of the batters he faces, and the, the Braves are striking out over twenty two percent of the time. Uh, Greinke forty five percent ground ball rate lost to like there with that Humidor in Arizona. Atlanta does have a uh, run total of four lefties three hundred two righties three hundred five versus Granky. But when it comes to GPPs, Greinke's as good as it gets to me at 9800 bucks if you are going to pay up because. The upside is tremendous. The risk is there. A tremendous upside with him. At $9,700, bucks. you got uh, Zach Wheeler. Very interesting call here. 27.6 his last time out. Struggle against Cincinnati. And then 38.8 against Philadelphia. Starting to figure it out. Uh, the, the stuff is there. The consistency is not with Zach Wheeler. So not a cash game play. But when you're facing the Miami Marlins, you're on the radar. You're definitely on the radar. Miami team striking out almost 27% of the time. Versus right-handed pitching. you got a 24% K rate for Wheeler, a 45% ground ball rate, and only a 25% hard contact rate. So when he's messing up, it's mainly a control thing. Just giving up a couple stupid pitches, and that's what gets him into most of his trouble. When you're looking at Miami, 2.8 team total just above Texas is the lowest total on the slate. Lefty's 305, righty's 254. And the Martin's a 264 woba and a 0.9, .093 ISO. Versus right-handed pitching. They are dreadful. So Zach Wheeler at 97 Another really, really good option on this slate. So 9K and above, it's really good. I, got, I love Castillo. And I'm a Giants fan, so I know this one through and through. Uh, the Giants coming out of Coors, rough weather there. They've been on the road for a while, first game home. It's Orange Friday. But coming out of Coors does usually shock some teams. And I love Luis Castillo, especially in a ballpark like this. He's going to have a lot of fun. He should have a lot of fun. So Castillo at 10-6 is a great play. You got JV at 11,000. Nothing wrong with that at all. Granky at 98, very, very nice GPP play with some tremendous upside. But Atlanta's no joke. So you saw Weaver do it, Granky can do it just the same, and no one's going to own him at 9800 bucks amongst this mess of pitchers. And then uh, Zach Wheeler at 97. GPP also, tremendous upside versus a team like Miami. The consistency just hasn't been there with Wheeler, but that's why he's priced up there because it is a great, great spot for Zach Wheeler. So there's two, four, six, or seven, eight pitchers, nine pitchers. There's nine pitchers at 9K and above. These are the 4 on targeting. Castillo, JV, Granke, Wheeler. That's what I'm looking at there. Big fan of those guys. Mix and match as you please. But for me, it's Luis Castillo with the bullet. That's the guy we're rolling with tonight in San Francisco. When he drop below the 9K range, it gets a little dicier. Yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez at home, 8800 bucks against the Seattle Mariners. a Mariners team that let everyone down last night. So tonight would be the night to jump back on him, right? Technically, yes. If you're a game theory guy, yes. But at the same time, with Erod, there's a couple things to look at here. His home road splits this year very evident. Three six four ERA at home, six nine eight on the road. He's averaging twenty two point three DraftKings points per start at home, giving up seven earned and seventeen and a third compared to fifteen earned and nineteen and a third. Much much better at home this season. Secondly, massive reverse splits, guys. Righties hit him much worse than lefties. That's been a career thing for Erod. Um, something to always keep in mind when you're looking at Eduardo Rodriguez. Seattle has a three nine four team total. It's a little more evened out this year, actually. Lefties 299, righties 300. In his career, though, righties hit him uh, much less than lefties. So keep an eye on that. It's, like I said, pretty even right now. Seattle does hit lefties really well. They couldn't hit J.A. Happ. Maybe they'll get to E-Rod tonight. So not the safest of plays. Like, literally, if you're a game theory player and you play DFS for that, you know, I'm going to hit one big every, like, couple months going back on Seattle tonight after last night is the way to do it. They'll go extremely low owned and they could easily pop off against a guy like Erod. There's no doubt about it. But on a slate like this, like as we keep going on the pitching here, after that 9k range, it gets very very bleak and you're going to want to fit in some big bats. So you're going to have to go low. Erod at 88 tremendous upside in that matchup. But for 3 or for the same price point, Jake Rizzi at home against the Detroit Tigers is a very very nice spot. Jake has 23, basically 23 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts. He's been outstanding this year, especially at home. 0.096 ERA at home, averaging 28.3 DraftKings points in his three home starts. 24Ks and 18 and two-thirds at home compared to a 4.77 ERA on the road. Much, much better at home so far this year in Minnesota where, uh, at Target Field. And it's, Target Field's actually a better hitter's park than people think. But early in the year when the weather isn't great, it helps you out. He'll be facing a Detroit team where he's a minus 210 home favorite. That's the second highest favorite on the board. The only guy higher than him, Justin Verlander. And he's a lot cheaper than Justin Verlander. The Detroit Tigers strike out over 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Odorizzi, 23% K rate. The thing with Odorizzi, it always scares you. Massive fly ball rate. Only a 28% ground ball rate. So lots of fly balls off the bat of Odorizzi. But it's a Detroit Tigers team with the 6th lowest total on the slate at 36 Lefty's 341, righty's 336. But when you look at Detroit Tigers, Woba of 291, ISO of 140 versus right-handed pitchers. So Odorizzi at 8,800, big fan. Big, big fan of Jake Odorizzi tonight, especially in this mid-tier range. Um, I'm not too worried about being on, like you don't want to be on the chalk too often, but on a 14-game slate where you can differentiate your bats in so many ways with so many totals over nine. If you got to get a little chalky at pitching to get some comfort zone, if you want to go Castillo Oderizzi, no problem with that at all. If they don't if they don't pan out, that is literally the hashtag because baseball. Like literally, they are in two of the best matchups on this slate, priced appropriately. They should absolutely smash. On paper, you should be getting twenty to twenty five plus points from both of those guys. On paper, that is the way you lock and load and get things started, and then find your bats from there. That is the way I would start my day. The third guy I look at here is Pablo Lopez, eighty one hundred bucks. At the New York Mets. I think it's a really nice pivot off of Odorizzi if you want to be a little different. Um, 14.6 at home, 13 points on the road. He does have a few more runs on the road, but uh, you'd expect that when you leave Miami's ballpark here. He's coming off a 23.1-point performance against Atlanta. Last two home starts at Philly, 8.6, but at Cleveland, 27.3. Um, looking back, he has not faced the New York Mets yet this year. It's a Mets offense that's very inconsistent. Very, very inconsistent. We know the power's there, but they also strike out almost 25% of the time versus righties. Pablo Lopez, 21% K rate, 50.5% ground ball rate. That will help you a lot. The Mets team total of 4.2, lefties 303, righties 310. And when you look at the Mets, a 301 Woba and a 140 ISO. First right-handed pitching, so not lighting the world on fire. Pablo Lopez going into Citi Field could be really, really nice here at 8100 bucks, A nice lower-owned possible mid-tier place, so nice pivot off of the E-Rods and Odorizzi's of the world in this mid-range. So in this 8K range, i got Odorizzi 1, E-Rod 2, and Lopez 3. But don't sleep on Lopez as a nice pivot. Like if you want to go Castillo Lopez or Granky Lopez or something like that, you can make it happen. Or go Odorizzi Lopez and get more bats. These are options you can make on this slate when you're breaking it down. Now when I took my notes last night, I wanted nobody below Pablo Lopez. Nobody. Like really, I'm going to do my best not to. As the day goes on, I know I'm going to gravitate to one or two guys because I'm going to want bats. That's just how the world works. We want home runs. That's just the world of baseball. And in order to get the big money bats, unless you want to gamble, which I like to do, I like to take my chances on some lower guys, give me that nice pitching floor. But if you want to gamble, a couple guys you can take a look at, but just know there's risk. You got Adam Wainwright at $7,200 at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates, a Pirates team that you know put up four runs last night, but... We're we're talking to Adam Wainwright, who has struggled, but he's pitched really well at home. With three ERA at home in his three home starts, a five nine one ERA on the road. He's faced Pittsburgh once this year, gave up four runs in four innings, four walks, three Ks, two point two DraftKings points. But at home, averaging sixteen point four. His last few home starts against Milwaukee, eighteen five, got destroyed by the Mets for 0.2. Um San Diego thirty point five. So That San Diego one kind of outweighs a few things there, but it is Adam Wainwright. The Pirates strike out 20.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And Wainwright's got a 49% ground ball rate to help out with the situation. And when you look at them, Pittsburgh has a 3.9 team total. It's just above the Detroit Tigers. So something to keep in mind there. Lefty's 320, righty's 304. The Pirates are 302 WOBA, a 157 i So their offense isn't very good. Gregory Polanco was basically their offense last night. And he's heating up, which helps. It does help. But uh, Wainwright at 72 is a guy I'd look at on this slate. And then Trevor Cahill, as much as he is a gas can, he has upside because he's facing the Baltimore Orioles. Cahill's been a disaster. He's like a 6.95 ERA. Lefties are crushing him. This is a super just punt it and pray play. But when you look at Cahill and and Baltimore, 21.5% K rate. Cahill does have a 21% strikeout rate, a 49% ground ball rate, but oh wait, a 40% hard hit rate. So when they hit him, they hit him hard and Camden Yard, the ball flies. Baltimore a four point seven sixteen total. There's your craziness for you. hundred dollars apart between Wayno and Cahill and their run totals four seven six for Baltimore, three eight eight for Pittsburgh. That's almost a full run. That's like .9 of a run apart. Lefties three thirteen, righties three ten off Cahill and the Baltimore Orioles are $299 Wilbon, a two ninety nine and a one fifty seven ISO versus right and he's not good. So it's a pick your poison. I'd rather rather Wayno than Cahill, but Cahill does have upside against a Baltimore team that can go ice cold at the same time could play home run derby on you like you're playing the bongos in the Caribbean. So, have fun with that. Recapping your pitching real quick. Luis Castillo up top with a bullet. Then you got Justin Verlander. You got Zach Greinke, great for a GPP. And then Zach Wheeler, with tremendous upside versus Miami, is still volatile as hell. In the mid-tier range, you got Uta Rizzi, who I like a ton, Erod, and then Pablo Lopez, do not sleep on Sir Pablo this evening. Down below, Wainwright and Cahill. All right, let's get into the bats on this slate. Before we do, talk to you about the Quantedge.com. I know I mentioned them a lot, but they are a great, great DFS website. I'll be contributing over there all season long. Great group of guys. Great member Discord chat. Great tools, optimizers, weather, line, uh, Vegas, all X stats. You name it, they keep coming out. They have like nine or ten tools right now. They got more to come over there at the get the rest of the MLB season for $124.99 they ran a flash sale that expires at 9am this morning so by the time you listen to this the flash sale will be over but I tweeted it out yesterday multiple times it was $74.99 for the rest of the MLB season but you get get it for $124.99 get a month of all sports so you get the NBA playoffs plus baseball for $19.99 or a five day trial for $5 by using promo code Bubba so go to thequantedge.com, get the package of your choice promo code Bubba gets you the discounts you are looking for Also, go check out Draft.com. Draft in your app store is a great way to play fantasy sports. They do the snake-style drafts just the way you like it in your season-long leagues, except it's just for one day. And if you win, you can have the option to get paid out the next day if you so choose. Snake-style drafts, you don't have to worry about ownership. It is a great way to play daily fantasy sports. They've also introduced auction drafts, best ball drafts, and much, much more. They keep coming out with more and more ways to get it done. If you like to go to draft and you've never used draft, use promo code SDSPORTS. SD as in dog, SPORTS. To get a free $3 entry to any tournament of your choice. Any tournament. They have baseball, hockey, basketball, football, golf. You name it. They got it. If you want a $3 best ball NFL thing and you've never played draft, promo code SDSPORTS gets you one. So go check it out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Promo code SDSPORTS. Back to the bats on this 14-game slate. It is ugly as usual at the catcher's position. Guys like Kevin Smith... Jonathan Lucroy versus uh, Dan Straley. Very nice option there for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Smith, $3,700 in his matchup. But if you go up to the top, you got guys like JT Real Muto versus Homer Bailey at 45. is a very, very good look. The Phillies should be a popular play on tonight's slate. They have a 5.05 total. Lefty's 366, he's 365 versus um, Homer Bailey. And Rio Muto's been swinging it well of late. So keep an eye on him at 4,500. Still not leaving the yard as much as we like, but four home runs, not bad. Mentioned Luke Roy at 43, Kevin Smith at 37. Two Angels options there versus Dan Straley. As you go down the list, though, it's really not as as happy as you like to see it. You have Chris Ionetta at 4200 bucks in Coors versus uh, Eric Lauer. That is one you can definitely take a look at. Colorado, 5.16 total. Lefties, 337. Righties, 331. Their second highest total on the slate because the highest is the Angels at 575 versus Dan Straley. But um, yes, Ionetta, we know how much he likes facing lefties. 4,200 bucks, very much in play for you there. And other than that, there's some hit and miss moments. I don't mind uh, Tucker Barnhart as a value at 3,100 against uh, Derek Rodriguez. He pitches to a lot of contact. So you can look at D-Rod, uh, 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 Barnhart against Rodriguez at 31. And then I just check lineups and see what punts come out because there's not a ton that just stands out as must plays for your catcher position heading over to first base though like it's very very fun Cody Bellinger first base outfit eligible $5,900 versus Anibal Sanchez the Dodgers are a great play tonight uh, 475 team total Animal Sanchez has not been the same Animal Sanchez as we expect so Bellinger at 59 I like quite a bit at the same time Reese Hoskins 55 versus Homer Bailey quite intriguing as well so up top two really nice looking options for you there you slide down a bit, you got Jose Abreu at $5,200 for his Cletus Clay Buckholtz, who currently is getting some reverse splits going on. Lefty's 268, righty's 341, White Sox 4.5 team total. So a guy like Jose Abreu at 52, bringing some thump to that lineup for you. You got Josh Bell at 5K. That's a steep price, but he's earned it for now. Um, he's in play. I'd try to get up to Abreu or the guys above him. Or drop down, you got Eric Hosmer and Coors at 47 against Herman Marquez. The Padres will get way overlooked on this slate. With so many options, so many ways to go. The Padres have a 4.45 team total. It's like middle of the pack tonight. Hermann Marquez has been good, but he's been hittable in Coors. So keep that in mind. And Hosmer's been swinging a really, really good stick of late. Averaging 9.5 in his last 10. He's hitting 280 on the year. 14-7, 14 8-8, 15-0, 17. So uh, really swinging a good stick there. Going into Coors Field, not a bad play at 47. Farther down you look, though. You got guys like Mitchie Fourbags against Eric Swanson at 4,400. He's in play for you. Uh, Ryan Healy versus Erod disappointed us last night. He can go back to him at 42. But Mark Reynolds and Coors versus Lauer at 42. Super discount. We know he loves smashing his lefties. If he's in the lineup, he's definitely a guy to go to. He played uh, yesterday, went uh, two for five with a dong, 25 drafting points. Derek Holland on the mound. That's when you target him versus bad lefties. And Eric Lauer is a bad lefty at home. Maddie Olson 4100 bucks versus Anderson of uh Cleveland Olson's come back this year and is swinging a pretty good stick he's uh, five for or no he's four for 13 since his return so not bad eight and six his last two games he's basically four for ten in his last two games so keep an eye on Maddie Olson at 4100 Could be a nice cheaper option Justin smoke at 4K versus Dylan Covey the Seattle Mariners should have a good team total in this one. That's, uh, so yeah, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, Toronto's a, a team total of five. Lefties, 352. Righties, 301 versus Dylan Covey. So Justin Smoke at 4K in that ballpark is a very, very nice look at home in Toronto. So keep him in mind at 4,000. A few others. If Justin Bohr cracks the lineup for the Angels, he's 3,900 versus Dan Straley. Bohr went deep yesterday in Detroit. He's an option versus Straley for sure. Uh, Matt Carpenter versus Trevor Williams at 38. Carpenter, first base, third base eligible. Carpenter was a part of that onslaught last night. He put up an 18 spot in uh, against Pittsburgh. He's in play at 3,800. Always a nice cheap option. If you're not going to Bray you and you want a cheaper piece of Chicago against Buckholtz. Yonder Alonzo is 3,700. Another guy you can look at there. Uh, Arietta's been okay this year. Ryan O'Hearn's a cheapie at 37. Uh, Nico Goodrum at 37 versus uh, Oda Rizzi. Another cheap option for you. So a lot to like here. A lot of cheapies if you need to go there. And then the usual cheapest one, if you absolutely need it, you got Chris Davis at $3,100 for the Orioles. First, Trevor Cahill. I'm not as in love with Chris Davis tonight as I was the other day, but still, if you're punting at $3,100, you could do much worse with your time. Heading over to second base, you got Whit Merrifield leading the way at $5,500, and he's just been crushing it. Well worth the price, but it's going to be hard to do that this evening. Not a must-play by any means. Uh, Cattell Marte is interesting at $5,200 as you do target lefties versus Tehran. Arizona's got a 4.5 team total. Lefty's 348, righty's 295. So Cattell Marte at 52 is very much in play. So is Max Muncy at 49 versus um, Anibal Sanchez. Good stuff there. If you want to fade, Granky Ozzy Alves at 47 and a GPP I can get behind. Cesar Hernandez really starting to hit a good average of 9 points in his last 10 games. 26, 9, 5, and 15 in his last 4. It sucks he doesn't hit towards the top of the order, but 4,600 bucks versus Homer Bailey. Nice value in a great matchup. You got Eric Sogard at 45 versus Dylan Covey. You can take a peek at that one. Jonathan Villar against Cahill at 44, also good. But like Tommy Lestella, he double donged again yesterday. It's the third time he's double donged this year. Average 9.4 his last 10. It's 32, 0, 0, 14, 7, 4, 12, 22. So when he goes off, he goes off. He's 4,300 bucks coming from the left side of the dish versus Dan Straley. Again, the Angels, the highest total on the slate. Lefty's 365, righty's 332. I hate it because he went off yesterday, so probably more popular than he should be. But second base, third base eligible for Stella for Straley at 43 is a good play. You get a little bit of savings, which you'll want. It's a good play. It sucks. I wouldn't say it's cash, but it's very good for Tommy Lestella. Yeah, that's so weird to say that. I feel like I need to watch my mouth That was soap after that. All right, going below 4K, though. Adam Fraser at 38 versus Wainwright for some savings, if you so choose. Jerks and Profar. Having a couple of good games. He had a 2 yesterday, but then an 18, a 21, an 8, a 3, an 11, a 9. Maybe he's starting to get it going finally. He's 3800 bucks at home against Anderson. A little bit of savings for you there. And then like Chris Taylor versus Anibal Sanchez at 37. Somebody can go to Robbie Cano at 36 versus Pablo Lopez, another piece of savings you can look at. And then last but not least, he's been leading off a lot for San Diego. If he's leading off, I know he's struggling. He's hitting $1. seventy-seven with a 565 OPS. It hasn't been pretty Pretty. But if Ian Kinsler's leading off in Coors Field, he's 3500 bucks. You, you take a piece of that action all day long. Third base, you got Arenado at 57 against Lauer. That's a great spot. You know, I talked about it the other day versus Holland. Well, he went deep versus Holland. Arenado, great spot versus Eric Lauer. You definitely lock and load. You got Bregman who's swinging it good. Um, Hunter Dozer swinging it well versus Arietta, but I still try to get to Arenado if I'm going up high. Or I go down to Eduardo Escobar at 49 versus Tejron, left side of the plate. Machado and Coors at 48 versus Marquez. Um, but after Arenado, it's probably Joan Moncada for me at 4,700 bucks versus Cletus. Someone to definitely take a peek at there. You got the hot Justin Turner at 47. You can look at David Fletcher, third base outfit eligible. We, we like him leading off versus lefties. Usually when righties are on the mound, he's not leading off. If he's leading off, though, he's still in play at 4,600 versus Dan Straley. That price tag's just getting a bit steep there for Fletcher, but he's in play tonight at 4,600. Going down a little more, Rafael Devers at 43 versus Eric Swanson is definitely a guy you can look at in that matchup. Tommy Stella again at 4,300 bucks. Just got done talking about him. Ryan Healy versus Erod at 42. You could go there if you want. Ty France as well. I prefer a lefty versus Marquez for the most part unless like your name's Manny Machado or something. But France is swinging it okay. He's 4K. If you're looking to stack, he's there. Not so much a one-off as a Padre. You got Matt Carpenter at 38. That's a guy i definitely take a look at if you're looking for some savings at the position. Other than that, there's not a ton that stands out right away. Maybe a Rayo Ruiz at 3,500 versus Cahill. If he's in the middle of that order, you can take a peek at him for some savings as well at the hot corner. Shortstop, Jorge Polanco has been crushing it. He's up to 5,700 now versus Tyson Ross. That's a great spot. It's a crazy price tag. Minnesota 5.4 total, fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 356. Righty's 292. I love Polanco. 57 is steep. For a slate where we don't have a lot of cheap pitching, that is steep. So I like him a lot. If you can fit it, go for it. But $100 cheaper, you got Trevor Story and Coors versus Lauer. Trevor Story's in the better spot. Like Literally, there's nothing else I can say. So you want to play Trevor Story. Polanco's going to be 0% owned, basically. So you got that leverage working for you off of Story. But Story's in the better spot at 5600, bottom line. You got Montesi at 55, really good look there. Paul DeYoung at 51 loves his right-handed pitchers. He's facing Trevor Williams. He's no pushover, but a 4.6 team total for St. Louis lefties 317, righties 304. DeYoung loves him some right-handed pitching. Just keep that in mind. You got Carlos Correa versus Lance Lynn. You want lefties versus Lynn, but Correa is crushing it at 5K. Houston 5.2 team total, fifth down on the slate. Lefties 342, righties 292. Gray is 5,000. Eduardo Escobar at 49. We talked about him already. We talked about Machado at 48. As usual, shortstop's very, very top heavy because it does get quiet. Anderton Simmons at 45. I like Anderton. I love the matchup. If you're stacking, yes. I'm not one-offing Anderton at 4,500. Just not doing it. But a part of a stack, yes. Eric Sobar at 45. Stack, yes. Uh, Francisco Ledora at 45 is intriguing. Trevor Cahill at 44. Loaded shortstop position. Loaded. Uh... You got Marcus Simeon at forty-one. If you want to save some cash, you got Tim Beckham at thirty-nine. Loves him some lefties. So a couple guys there. But if you're saving money, it's pretty simple. If you're punting, you're playing cash. You want to pay him for pitching. Corey Seager's thirty-seven hundred bucks versus Annibal Sanchez. I know Seager's very, very inconsistent, but when you get the price points you've been getting, you know two and five the last two nights, with an eleven and a fourteen prior to that. At yeah, thirty-seven hundred bucks, tremendous upside there with Corey Seager, a guy you just can't sleep on. Uh, Jose Iglesias, if he's in a good spot in the Giants lineup at 36 against D. Rod, you can take a peek at him. And then Jose Peraza, second base shortstop, eligible at 3300, is another punch you can look at on this slavers Derek Rodriguez because Rodriguez might get the job done. It's not a, a, a hitter friendly ballpark, but he pitches to a ton of contact, a ton of contact. So the Reds, as as cheap punt type stuff, cash game type stuff, you can look there if you need to. Outfield. It's going to be ridiculous on a fourteen game slate, so bear with me. But Cody Bellinger, yes, Springer, yes, great spots. You got the outfield combos of Blackman, Dahl, Tapia, all from the left side of the plate, all still okay against Lauer, as I already mentioned. Lefties are hitting the three thirty seven, righties three thirty one off Lauer, so don't sleep on that because you're also going to get a lot of the Padres bullpen. Yeah, Mike Trout against Dan Straily at fifty seven is outstanding. A guy that look get overlooked because his price tag continues to rise is Michael Brantley at fifty six hundred. Versus Lance Lynn. Lefties versus Lynn. Brantley will go super low owned in this matchup. We talked about Verlander always giving up home runs. Joey Gallo in a GPP at 54 is really sneaky nice. You got Hunter Renfro and Fran Reyes. Renfro's 53. Fran Reyes is stupid cheap. I'll get to his price in a minute. But Reyes is a really good playing course. Renfro not bad. But Reyes I like that a lot. You got Eddie Rosario at 52 versus Tyson Ross. That's a solid look as well. Uh, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Ben Tendi, all really good versus Swanson. Betts is 51. Ben Tendy and, uh, and uh, uh, J.D. are way too cheap today. We'll get to their prices here shortly. But after Mookie Betts, I mentioned Tappy and Dollar to both 51 in their matchups. Shohei Otani, very interesting at 4,900 versus Dan Straley. He's back. He's supposed to have no restrictions. He had 10 points yesterday. He's basically 2 for 11 in his start. His first two hits were yesterday. So, keep an eye on Shohei versus Straley. Could be a, a good time to jump on that train at 4,900. I mentioned JD's only 4,8. Uh, you got Dwight Smith Jr., GPP relevant versus Cahill, but Cole Calhoun's 4,800 bucks. It's pricey for Calhoun, but a great matchup there versus Dan Straley. Something to definitely take a look at. 23 DraftKings points yesterday 23 2, 9 7, 8, but then 18 14. He's very streaky, maybe more cash than GPP upside, but for Straley, definitely in play. Uh, Bryce Harper versus Homer Bailey at 48 is oh so nice. So there's a lot of options. Like, it's crazy on this 14 game slate. You got Gerard Dyson and David Peralta at home against Tehran. Peralta went deep yesterday, 4700 He's in play. Mentioned Ben too cheap. He's $4,600 versus Eric Swanson. So a lot to like there. Mentioned David Fletcher already. Alex Gordon at 46 versus Arrieta. GPP only. Uh, Fran Reyes, 4600 bucks in Coors versus Marquez. You know, you got Renfro at 53 who's crushing it. He's playing great, but Fran Milk can crush it just as much, and he's $700 cheaper, so keep that in mind. Uh, Jock Jams is $4,600 versus Annibal Sanchez. That's a really nice look in that matchup. Uh, you go down farther, you've got like Andrew McCutcheon versus Bailey at $45. dollars you are stacking Philly. McCutcheon is in play. Max Kepler, $45, $600 cheaper than Eddie Rosario. Rosario's got much more power, both really good plays. I uh, mentioned Hunter Pence went deep yesterday almost twice. He's 45 versus Verlander. Um, going down farther. You got Will Myers and Coors at 44. Nick for versus Granky GP only, Like Nick Castellanos at 42 versus Oderizzi. If you're fading Rizzi, you go there. Jose Martinez loves him some righties. He's 4,200. So there's still options down below. If you don't go up high, there's good options. And one is Al- Alex Verdugo at 4,200 versus Animal Sanchez. He's a guy you can definitely target in this cheaper range. Mentioned Gregory Polanco going off yesterday for 30 DraftKings points. He went three for four. Two doubles, a homer, three RBIs. He has 37 and 19 in his last three, then a 0, a 10, and an 11. So he's got 10 or more in four of his last six games. He's 4K versus Adam Wainwright. If you're not using Wainwright as a punt, um, Polanco at 4K is some nice salary relief with some tremendous upside in this matchup. Farther down you look, though, you got guys like Adam Eaton, maybe, if you're stacking Washington, Josh Reddick from the left side versus Lynn. we target Lynn with lefties, 3,900. If you're looking to be contrarian versus Verlander, Nomar Mazzara's got that power upside at 39 as well. So many ways to go in the outfield. So many ways. Depends on how you're building your stacks. If you're looking for value, it's all spread out. That's why it's hard to kind of narrow it down um, on a podcast like this. That's where the the TQE member Discord or the Fantasy Degen Slack chat ask away, and we can narrow some more things down for you. As we get closer to lock time and lineups come out, and you got your decisions getting made for you. But uh, so a few more guys to look at it. It is pretty bleak below 4K, like Nico Goodrum versus Odorizzi at 37, Chris Taylor versus Animal at 37. Those are a couple looks you could take a, a peek at. Other than that, there'll be like Steven Duggar at 36 as a punt. You could go that direction. Steve Wilkerson versus Cahill, second base outfield eligible at 35. Uh, Brandon Nimmo versus Pablo Lopez at 35. So you have some uh, options. Brian Reynolds at 35. So there are some plays down here. But uh, again, we'll wait till lineups come out. See where everything hashes out in the end. Recapping your pitching real quick. You got Luis Castillo up top. What is it? With a bullet. You got Justin Verlander, Zach Granke, Zach Wheeler. Some very, very good options up here in the 9K and above range. In the middle, Jake Odorizzi at 88 versus Detroit's outstanding. Really good stuff there. You got Erod at 8,800 versus Seattle. Pablo Lopez at 81. Sneaky nice. I really don't want to go below 8K, but you're going to need to if you want to get a bunch of bats, most likely, unless you get a little more balanced. Um, I got Wainwright 1, Cahill 2 down below. Cahill's super sketchy, but that's where we're at tonight. If you're stacking it up, it's the Angels against Dan Straley in a smash spot. You got Coors Field. Colorado versus Eric Lauer. Oh, so nice. Uh, Boston versus Eric Swanson's interesting. I like the Angels in Colorado above him you got the lefties of Minnesota versus Tyson Ross. You can sprinkle in some righties if you want to, but they could be very low-owned on this slate. Houston versus Lancelin, especially from the left side. Like Philadelphia versus Homer Bailey. That seems like it's just going to go overlooked. Harper's only 45. Reese is 52, and he loves hitting righties with power. Uh, McCutcheon, Odebel, Caesar Hernandez, so on and so forth. A lot to like there with that Philly lineup. you got the Toronto Blue Jays versus Dylan Covey. That could be interesting as well. So many ways to go. Dodgers versus Animal... Uh, White Sox versus Buckholz. Arizona versus Teheron. Many, many, many ways to go on this slate. I prefer the Angels. I prefer Colorado. Um, Philadelphia, Minnesota. You can get weird. I think the Dodgers will be a nice late night hammer. So again, when lineups come out, join us in the chat. We'll figure it all out for you. BVP it up. Send her on our way. Pull holes 10 for 21. A double, two homers off Straley. Trout 9 for 20. Two doubles and a homer. Calhoun's got a double and a homer as well. Good stuff there, as you'd expect, versus Dan Straley. Uh, Miguel Rojas, 3-for-9 with two homers off Zach Wheeler. That's interesting. Not going to play him, but interesting. Uh, you got Jay Bruce, D. Gordon, Edwin, Tim Beckham of all homered off of Eduardo Rodriguez. Something to keep in mind there. Ed, Edwin, 6-for-18 with a double and a homer. Uh, da, da, da. Danny Santana, 4-for-14 four with a double and a homer on Verlander. Kenner Faleff has taken him deep. Um, Elvis Andrus, 18 for 53, two doubles. It's a 340 average. As dribble's gone deep twice on him. two, three times. Gallo once. A door once. But as a team, they're at 215. Those guys went deep off of them, but not good averages. So it's kind of, again, boom or bust like you expect. First, Justin Verlander. As you go down more, Andrew McCutcheon, 16 for 51, two doubles and a triple on Bailey. That's a 314 batting average. Good stuff there from Cutch. Matt Carpenter, 8 for 19, two doubles and three homers off Trevor Williams. Reminder, Matt Carpenter's $3,800 and he's first base, third base eligible. And Paul DeYoung, 5 for 12, three doubles and a home run off of Trevor Williams. As a team, we can keep going if you want. Colton Wong, 4 for 8. Ozuna, 5 for 7. Jose Martinez, 7 for 18. Yadier, 6 for 20. As a team, they're hitting 348 off Trevor Williams, 408 Woba, 193 ISO. St. Louis with a 4-6 team total. Could be sneaky. Trevor Williams is good. St. Louis, you know, they put up 17 last night, so it's hard to do this kind of thing back-to-back nights. But you look at their success versus Trevor, that could be interesting to to, to keep in mind if you're trying to be weird later. Josh Bell, 5-for-11 on the double and a homer off Wayno. Starling Marte, 10-for-37, double two homers as well versus Adam Wainwright. Trevor Story's taking Eric deep. shocker. Uh, Austin Hedges, Greg Garcia, Eric Hosmer, Will Myers have all taken Herman Marquez deep. A uh, few more to maybe take a look at. Tyler Flowers, 5-for-10-2 doubles off Granky. Matt Joyce, 8-for-29-2 doubles and a homer. Not too worried about Matt Joyce, I'll be honest with you there. couple more. Steven Duggar, 3-for-5-2 doubles, nothing crazy. Um, Tucker Barnhart, Yasiel Puig, Eugenio Suarez, Nick Sinzel, and Derek Dietrich have all taken Derek Rodriguez deep. D-Rod got shelled his last time out. This is, this is more than one. He's faced these guys like t- at least twice now. He's gotten beat up both times he's faced them. A three twenty average against 571 Woba 640 ISO. Sure, it's not a huge sample size. But they have taken Derek Rodriguez to pound town this year. It's just, it's, it's in AT&T Park. There's better ways to go tonight. That'll wrap it up for Quick hits. Friday, May 10th in the books. Again, check out the Quantens.com, promo code Bubba for all your needs there. Draft.com, promo code SD Sports. Free three dollar entry. Rating and review on iTunes would much appreciate it. Go check out fantasy sports or fantasydjens.com to go get all the stuff you need. Francisco's got your Italia Serie a soccer for the weekend. Proline picks has or ProLine Bets has your bets for the weekend for MLB and more to come. You got Bench with Bubba episode 169 with Max Freeze dropped last night. You got 168 with Nate Dawkin earlier this week, so go check those out. Around the base with Bubba and Mo episode 108 is out. Really fun stuff there. The manager Royal Rumble was a blast. And more to come this weekend. So go check it all out. FantasyDGens.com At FantasyDGens on Twitter. But I hope everybody has a great weekend. It's going to be a fun one. hope everybody has a good Mother's Day. But this was MLB DFS Crickets, Your Friday, May 10th edition. I'm out.